0: Oh, and may Jesus bless you in your home. We welcome you for this core continuing order of religious education, and we pray that you're safe in space, wearing your masks, and, and obedient to what the scientists and doctors are saying. We want you to know that we're praying for you and your family. Be encouraged in the Lord and the power of his might. We're in Philippians chapter 4, and... We left off in this great chapter of security, security, security. First, the single mind, the submissive mind, the spiritual mind, now the secure mind. Our minds are secure as we are trusting Jesus with everything, the entirety, the the entirety of our lives, our wills, our direction and everything. And it's here in Philippians chapter four that we left off where Paul, Paul was saying, uh, a, amen, now the God and uh, Father of, of glory forever and ever, he's giving this benediction, but before the benediction, he says something in verse 19 that is extraordinary. But my God shall supply all your need... According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now we need to exposit that and give examples as to what God is really saying here. The first thing is there are some principles that go along with what Paul is saying. Principle number one is that this church at Philippi was anxious and very advantageous in giving to the church at Thessalonica. So one thing Paul is saying is, but my God, because of your giving, God's going to give back to you. My God, but my God shall supply all your need. Now I want to stop at your need. Many, many, many times we want God to fulfill our needs, but we don't fulfill God's needs. We want God to fulfill our needs, but we are not fulfilling other needs. So he's saying, "But my God shall supply; He'll bring a supply for your needs according." And and I want to stop, pause, and park because the principle that's in Galatians six there there is a precept. There's a principle. There's a percentage implied in 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 in, in Galatians chapter six, where when it talks about giving. It talks about the precept is as you sow, you're going to reap. Now let's stop pausing part. The primary definition of sowing and reaping is not sin. It's us giving. It's in the context of giving. Whatever you sow, God makes sure you reap. If you are an abundant sower, you'll be an abundant reaper if you give hilariously, if you give with joy, if you give with commitment, God will make sure it comes back to you. So the primary definition of sowing and reaping is a precept. It deals with what you and I sow into God, what we sow financially, what we sow Uh, 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 emotionally, what we sow into people, what we sow into ministry, what we sow into the Lord, what we sow into church, what we sow into other people's lives. So as you sow, you reap. That's a precept. It is a principle of sowing and, excuse me, of sowing and reaping There is a principle where God ordered in the Old Testament a tithe. The word tithe means 10%. God says, I want 10% off the top, and you trust me with the other nine-tenths. Ten-tenths makes a whole. So you take the first tenth, sow it. God makes the nine-tenths go further than the ten-tenths by faith. So it's not only dealing with money, it, de- it deals with ministry. What are you sowing into ministry? What are you sowing into people's lives? What are you sowing, amen, into the church? What are you sowing in the name of Jesus? So the print the precept is what we sow, we reap. The principle it, it goes to this whole matter of God knowing exactly what we are diligent in sowing. The church at Philippi was sowing. The church of Philippi had been sowed. They had, they were sowing into the ministry of the Th- the, uh, the Thessalonians a lot of uh, giving and a lot of uh, uh, grace and they were helping them out because they were a very poor church. So he says, but my God shall supply all your need as you have sowed as you have kept the principle as you have kept the percentage amen and 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 god is going to sow back to you what you sow now or he's going to let you reap what you sow so when i think about sowing and reaping now i have reaped things from my flesh that i sowed in the world i have i have reaped things back amen as a result of my sin and my separation and all of my uh, you know, sinister living. I have reaped a lot of that. And I'm still reaping it. How are you reaping it? Well, I gotta deal with uh, mentalities. I gotta deal with thoughts. I gotta deal with remembrances. I gotta deal with the flesh. I gotta deal with my sin. I gotta deal with where I've been, who I've been with. And amen. I gotta deal with all the dirt I did, all the mess that I did. I, I, God cut the sin off. He forgave me of all my sins through Christ Jesus and from the cross. But I, but the consequences are still operating. We are not getting away with consequences. We have to learn to give the consequences to God. We have to learn by grace that consequences will be dealt by God. The sin has been dealt from the cross. But we as human beings with two natures, the old nature still retains the memory and, 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 and the whole machinery of those things. So we are still in a way, uh, reaping what we sowed. It doesn't last. God's going to deal with it, but there's not a believer living that will tell you that they are not still reaping what they sowed. So one of the things that God is saying here in Philippians is that because you help these, this, this church of Thessalonica, I'm going to make sure your supply is in, intact. And that's why it behooves us to to work for the Lord. It behooves us to keep his principles. Jesus said in John 14, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you really love me, keep my words. Amen. So one of the things he's saying, but my God shall supply all your need. Now listen, according. The word according is interesting because the word accordance deals with an even measurement back, that my God will supply all your needs according according to what you have sowed, according to what's in your heart, according to what's in your mind, according to what's in your will, according to his riches that's in Christ Jesus. So we're not just working because we gave church money. We're not just waiting because we gave the church something. No, that's not what he's saying. He's saying God is faithful to remember what you've done in his name. God is faithful to remember your faithfulness to him, to his people, to his church. God is faithful in making sure that, and we go back to uh, Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter 6, and be not weary, listen, in well-doing. The well-doing is doing it God's way, with God's principles, God's power, to God's person, amen. And be not weary in well-doing, for here it is, in due season. The The phrase due season means God has a payment date. God has a date of deliverance. God has a date by which he's going to bless you for blessing him. For in due season you shall, here it is again, reap. That's what's growing back up from what you sowed. If it's conditional, you faint not. We can't faint. By faith, we got to continue on. By faith, we've got to be encouraged. By faith, we got to keep it moving. By faith, we got to glorify God. By faith, we got to walk, amen, according to his word. By faith, we got to get up every day believing God all over. Every day you get up, your faith starts all over. For his mercies are new, Jeremiah said, every morning, great is thy faithfulness. So this morning when you got up, God gave you a whole new, amen, batch of faith. He gave you a whole new trust. He gave you a whole new treasure. Amen. If you faint not, we can't faint. We can't faint during this pandemic. We can't faint over our relatives that may be sick or, or in sin. We can't faint. Over conflict in our lives, we can't faint. When 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 the hell hounds on our trail, we can't faint. We got to maintain faith as we go on in Jesus Christ. And I want to encourage you, but my God, the God of the universe, the God of all, Amen. The God who owns cattle on a thousand hills, the God who the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, and all that dwells therein. That God, that God, that owns everything. That God that is glorified in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. That God who has all power in his hands. That God is Jesus. But my God, the triunity of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But my God shall and will supply all your need. I may need comfort this morning. God has already supplied it. I may need sufficiency this morning. God has already supplied it. I may need to move away from self. God has already supplied. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. So let's be diligent in what we sow, knowing that we will reap. Let's reap a blessing. Let's reap a victory. Let's reap a praise. And God has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquity. He's been good. He has not held us to every sin. He has wiped away sins. He has washed away sins. He's a great God. But let's be careful how we sow. Because how we sow is how we reap. That can have a bad connotation to the flesh and sin. That can have a great connotation to blessings. God bless you. Have a great day. And watch what you sow today. Jesus loves you.